0: Hello, friends. Welcome to Play Along Podcast, a podcast where we play through games. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and I'm here with Ben and Kai. As always, guys, how the heckles are you? The heckles? Yeah, I'm doing good. The heckles. How the heckles are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm trying to keep it PG for like our, our younger audience. <laughs> I can't even uh, finish that sentence. <laughs> <loving>. Yeah, <laughs>
1: bastard. <laughs> what response to trying to keep it PG? <laughs> uh, I refuse. Yeah. How you guys doing? I'm good. 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 I'm uh, well. I'm all, I'm teed up uh, mm-hmm. and, and warmed up and uh, mass affected up. I, I finished this section today. Well, there you go. I, I also finished this section this morning. <laughs> well oh I didn't God. I I I'd be honest, it was a it was a mistake on my fault. I didn't realise um, how many side missions were possible in the Citadel and how Here's much you can do. Question. I, yeah. I underestimated that, so that that is on yeah. me. I, I was playing last
0: night, but uh Sarah and I started uh Kirby in the Forgotten Land. So we were like, oh, oh let's nice. play a little bit of that. And I was like, I'm not done with Mass Effect yet, but I was like towards the end, I was like, I can wrap it up in the morning before
1: recording. Right. That's not a problem at all. Ellie has told me that she wants to play The Last of Us. Oh my gosh. It's it big day. There. She doesn't do horror or thriller suspense stuff. Um Bro, so it's a big, it's big day, big day for me.
0: they are going to be tears. Uh, I, I after the, watching the show, I'm like wanting to go back into part two. Mm-hmm. I, it's been two years since I've played it, but I still don't know if I'm ready to tackle part two again. <laughs> How are you, Jared? Uh, I'm doing good. I am doing well. Like I said, I started playing Kirby in the Forgotten Land, which has been a uh, grand all time. I've always wanted to play it. I haven't played it yet, and I've only heard good things about it. So, but. Uh, yeah, uh, realizing more and more that Mass Effect is just a great game. I'm <laughs> I'm having such a good time with it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. I remember this. This is a lot of fun. Oh man. Okay. Well, let's get let's get into some housekeeping here before we dive into this section of the game. If you don't know, Play Along Podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games in a book club format. What we do is the three of us will each take turns choosing a game. We'll then break that game down into sections, and then we'll come together each week and talk about that section specifically. We dive into everything with the game, and at the end of each episode, we kind of reflect on how we're feeling about the section and the game at that moment. We do go over the narrative in its entirety, so if you are trying to avoid spoilers for any of the games that we are playing, either play the game along with us or play the game first and then come back and listen. But if all that sounds interesting to you, uh, in our link tree below, we have all of our socials, we have our Discord, all ways you can communicate with us. Keep in touch find out what we're playing and the schedules and how we're breaking things up yes sir yeah but with that we're gonna take a quick break and we come back we're gonna dive right into the citadel of mass effect
1: cue music that i honestly forgot how it went it's very cinematic to music for it's very game. um it reminds me of lord of the rings yeah a little bit yeah, yeah. very fa- very fantastical we're going on an epic adventure <laughs> mm. Pop, 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 pop,
0: So okay. we ended the last episode with uh, kind of uh, having the after effects of Eden Prime talking to the council via, you know, hologram and not really having uh, enough information or enough credible uh, information towards Seren <laughs> being the reason for yeah. um, the
1: geth coming back and the attack on Eden Prime. Well, and everything. We were, We were basically like we know you like Saren and we know he's your top agent, but your boy is crooked and he's defected. And the council were like, I bet prove it. And we were like, we can't. Like, I, had a, I had a dream. And yeah. They're like, yeah. That's not fucking enough. Yeah. But so you, go well.
0: yeah, you, so at this point now we can have free reign to the Citadel and the Citadel is massive. It's interesting. They, if you look up, they have like an artificial sky to kind of like portray that, like, Oh, mm. you're on like a planet or something. But it's broken up into kind of these individual sections, and you can traverse these sections via the um, like a like a little rail car. Um, mm-hmm. Very thankful about, for the rail car. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. I had forgot, but I
1: got lost very easily in the Citadel and oh, trying to find where okay. my waypoint was where to go was a little. Difficult. I was going to touch on this later, but uh, let's talk about this now. So, uh, v- very briefly there will be missions that will say to you like, oh, so-and-so is in the upper wards. Right. Like, oh, okay, let me open my map and see where upper wards are. But Mm -hmm. the map only opens up the section that you're in. So when you're in the embassy section, you only see the embassy section and you see what's attached to that area. So you don't know where the upper wards are. So I, that's kind of what took up a lot of my time with this section is running around and yeah. working out where the upper wards are, right. and not only that, it's it, it would make sense of like
0: yeah you're you're in yeah you're in the upper wards or you're in the academy whatever it only shows that portion of the map. Your waypoint with where you need to go is like an exclamation point. That's like your main objective. It would make sense of like on a doorway or like on an elevator on the map, it would have that like arrow showing that, like, oh, go into this elevator or go through this doorway to proceed to the area where you need to go, but it doesn't
2: necessarily do that. Okay. Guy, Counterpo- you got any thoughts? Counterpoint? <clears throat> yeah. I, I mean, maybe I'm, I mean, I am no fucking directional genius. Uh, I'm terrible with directions, but like, because you so the rapid transit system is how you get around around the citadel right and because you only unlock locations as you do missions so you start with two uh main places that you can go between and then you continue but also there's like signs everywhere telling you where things are across the map so i was like i mean i also didn't do any side missions i just stuck to like the main story and just going through them plus
0: i mean to even lean lean into that that you know counter argument as well as i went about exploring the citadel more and more i learned of where things were and i memorized like the how only to get to the citadel yeah. academy and how to get the, the to only yeah
2: that was the only place that i had to like really search for that was hard for me to find was the
1: csec uh find the dock bay as well the dock bay mm. evaded me for a like, long time down the road. for ramp. me no. it was like maybe it's because i sort of suffered with this in real life as well like if i didn't have a sat nav I wouldn't, like, because what the what the signs around the Citadel do mm-hmm. is they'll be like, oh, so-and-so is this way. But right. that's just a general area. Like, yeah. I needed to get to um, what is essentially a strip club in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, that is within a district. And so the mm-hmm. arrows will point you to that district. But... There's no clear indication of whether the place is in that district or if it's mm-hmm. somewhere else. Um, yeah. And Kai said, as Kai said, like you, you start to. I think it's called Cora's Den. So, like, as yep. you start core to, as you start to visit these places, it got easier because I was just running around visiting places, and so they yeah. would unlock. You get it used to them. You, you learn
0: what they are, what they are, and you like well, you they- get unlock points for them too.
1: Yeah, they also unlock in the rail transport. So when I had to go back to Cora's den, it was literally just in the... Fi- because it mm-hmm. becomes like, do you want to be in the Permissium, which is basically the official business sector where the embassies and stuff are? Or do you want to be in the wards, which is where all the relaxation and recreational shit happens? So yeah. towards the end of the chapter, it was fine. But at first, I was like, I have no clue where the fuck I... Like, I went and saw... Um, What's her name? The the fortune teller kind of lady, sexy blue lady.
0: Ooh, uh she's the. Uh, oh God, Sh- Sharia,
1: Sharia, Sh- 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 She's the console? Sharia, Sh- Sharia, Sh- Sh- she's in a um, She's like the blue, the blue. That's it. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't remember the race. Um, yeah. she was like, "Oh, can you go and find somebody? He's in Cora's den," and I was like. Bro, you might as well be speaking Mandarin. Like I got no fucking clue where that is. <laughs> You're
0: like, can I get a can I get a map? Can you get like point well, me in the right direction?
1: No. I think for me, I wanted to do some exploring because mm-hmm. I assumed that you did exploring when I done the council mission, and then it was done. So I was like, right mm-hmm. before I go and visit the council, I need to do my side missions. That's that isn't how it plays out and actually if right. you do it in the order the game says to it kind of points you to all of the side missions you're supposed to do yeah so also this
0: this game like uh will set you up with like its its main points but ultimately you're not like forced to go to them you know at the very at the very end of this when we talk about like leaving the citadel at that point, you kind of know where the docking bay is. But You never have to go there. You can you can do as much exploring in the Citadel as you want before you hit that point. Uh, but I was the same as you, Ben. I didn't think that the, I knew that the cutscene we we're going to leave the Citadel after talking to the council. But I did a lot of my exploring before even talking to the council. This is where I met with uh, Executive pa- pa- Palin and talking to him a little bit, trying to get more information about Saren. And he's like, "Yeah, you have no clearance. You can't." Yeah i can't disclose any more information and this is why i also kind of started to piece together you know we talked about some of the humans not really liking the turians but it seems like every other race does not like the humans (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah we're we're not like they're like
0: the 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 last of the party at this point you know we don't have anybody in the council there's not a single human specter like the humans are the last one to this uh
1: i mean we are literally the last one to it aren't we because like we this entire space council have established themselves and yeah. established treaties and territories and we've came yep. along and sort of go what's up guys we want a piece of that and everyone's like ah, we don't know if you can be trusted just yet you gotta prove yourself a tiny bit like the bros come to the party like, oh what's up guys we want to hang out i'm like, like who fucking oh, no. invented jared
0: <laughs> <laughs> who invented these fucking humans um I didn't do any side quests just yet. I handled a lot of my side quests after, you know, assembling the team and talking to the council and everything. And we'll, we'll mm-hmm. have a little section halfway through this where we just dive into side quests. Um, yeah. But our, our goal now is to head and speak to the council. We had to have an uh, official hearing in front of Saren to get his counter argument and have give him an opportunity to defend himself. On our way to the council, we run into Executive Executor Palin and another Turian, which we learned is uh, Garrus Vicarian. Uh, daddy
1: garris is what uh, a lot of people call him mm.
0: yeah oh, it man. reminds me
1: of um uh <laughs> what's the who's the bird dude in breath of the wild oh revali yeah big revali vibes he's very like no revali was like, a good
0: person it would be gary it would, that yeah would be he's, he's very like you know
1: we will do what is good for the empire and it's like yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, Garrus yeah. is a CSEC agent, so he works for the council. And specifically, he was also researching Saren. Like, they're very aware of Saren and his uh, activity, but Garrus could not come up with anything uh, that would connect Saren to the Geth. So mm-hmm. we talked to Garrus, and he's like, well, I hope you find something, and I hope your meeting with the council. You know, goes well. We meet with the council, and essentially, like we were saying in the beginning, we really don't have any proof other mm-hmm. than kind of the weird uh, epileptic, epileptic flashback that we had about <laughs> the um, Zarin being connected. And you're yeah, yeah. like, yeah, no, he's he's our best Spectre. You have
1: no credible argument against him. We can't. We can't go for yeah, it. And the, the big problem as well is that the Spectre... are are literally above the law like they don't even answer to the council really so we've got to have hard solid proof to to go with this accusation yeah Um, and we just don't have it which we which
2: we theoretically kind of never get
1: yeah we it's still still, circumstantial
2: evidence in the end where it's just right an audio recording and you know yeah our vision right
0: at this point, have you guys been kind of playing with the renegade paragon kind of dynamics? Have you leaned one way? Have you kind of been doing the mid- middle ground?
1: Yeah, no. i've I've been a I've been
0: a dick to some people. I I've noticed in this section specifically because I my paragon is more than my oh sorry my renegade is more than my paragon right now because I've noticed that in this such situation a lot of the renegade options just feel like. Like a not not like mean, but aggressive. Like we're trying to get this done. I'm trying to be like strong-willed and we know Saren's evil and we're trying to convince you that he's evil. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of what the, the renegade options felt like with me, especially when you're talking to the council.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I was sort of I think I went very uh diplomatic with it because yeah. in the meeting you have the ambassador and you have the captain as well, and I was like, I'm going to try and keep the peace. You know, I want to be the first human spectre. It's a big, you know, a big mission for humanity. So, um, tried to tried to keep the peace and was very much like, okay, what do we need to prove? Yeah, that Saren is this dude. Yeah. yeah.
0: Ultimately, we get to the conclusion that Saren goes off scot-free. We didn't. We don't have any evidence against him. And now, talking to the commander, we're trying to find some way in which we can. Find anything that connects Saren to this attack on Eden Prime and the Geth. Uh, we, we talked about it last time, but again, there's going to be lots of new uh, proper nouns, a lot of races that are going to be uh, introduced. So mm-hmm. uh, bear with us if you're not familiar with the the Mass Effect lore, that the lore gets kind of heavy as you continue <laughs> into this game. So, oh, many, so many things going on. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of things. Um, but we now kind of have to diverging options of of routes that we can take to gain more information uh about Saren. one of them is we can contact this individual who named whose name is the shadow broker and the shadow broker is essentially like the the grand poobah of information he's not like he's not like a good guy that they, they they refer to him as like a necessary evil like he seemed like a mob boss like warlord kind of situation but he gets a lot of information for the council and stuff so they kind of like yeah. Let all of his nefarious things go by, which is interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those ones where it's like um, plausible deniability. Doesn't matter where the council get their information or or the shady sources of it, as long as the information is solid and is helpful. Right. That's all that really matters. Right.
0: They uh, the commander tells us that there's an individual named Rex who's essentially working for uh, the shadow broker, and to find him to try to try to get contact with the shadow broker. Uh, the other option is that we know that Garrus was also looking into the uh, situation with Saren and to go find him and kind of find out what he learned, if he learned anything more about that situation either. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what direction did you guys go? Did you guys go towards Rex first? Did you do Garrus's mission first? Because you can really tackle these
2: at any way you want. Uh, I believe I remember. did Rex first. Uh, so where you go to the... Cause originally you go to the club yeah, and you talk to the fucking guy. I don't, I don't really remember his story all that much. He gives you like some piece of information. No, like the guy in there, it's like the heck, heck heckle, heckle. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, the guy who heckrin. like got laid oh. off and he's like, oh. I could have been a Marine, but I'm not a Marine. Uh, And he gives you information, but then you see Rex there talking to the bouncer. Who's the other, whatever he is. I don't know whatever the big lizard people are uh krogan's yes uh and he's like i want to see fist and he's like you're not gonna see fist my guy and then Mm -hmm. like that's the end of it so then i went left did the other thing you have to do and then went back there to like go and you learn he's at the police station and you go like recruit him in a sense of being like we know fist is evil come kill him with us is pretty much and then he joins your team
0: yeah, because I think you can, depending on how you do this, it can be presented in, in different ways. I I think I met Rex. I did Rex's first, but I didn't go to the club first. He was being, like, heckled by these um, C-Sec guards, these human guards that were there. And they're like, he assaulted another officer. Or he, I don't remember what he was doing, but they were giving him a hard time. And we butted in, and we asked him, you know, he's knows the shadow Broker, trying to get more information on... Saren, and he's also trying to take down Saren and all this too so we he joins our squad in, in trying to help us with the situation and now we it, it's interesting because when we when he joins our team we get like a splash screen of the squad and pretty much just reveals to us all the people that are going to join our team eventually yeah. they're not there at that point but you pretty much they're get a silhouette. silhouette of all the people you have to
2: guess what the giant lizard thing is going to be yeah in your <laughs>
0: Uh, but I I took actually off the team and I added Rex onto mine, so I had Rex and in, Caden
1: uh, at this point. I went down the Garrus route, um, mm, that was my first route, um, and similar thing. You saw I didn't see Rex in uh, in Cora's den, um, but you, he is there apparently. Um, yeah. So I went and spoke to uh, Harkin, who is the guy in the club. Yeah, and. Uh, man says some pretty misogynistic shit to to femship yeah he he woke up when he's like he's like hey baby how about you come down and like have a drink with me and so i just this This is the guy in the in the in the the club he gives you the information yeah i'm Uh, i'm a man so yeah so like (laughs) i was like I said something and i was like you know i was just like i'm just here for information about about garris and he's like yeah it's fine mm-hmm. he's like come sit down on my lap like maybe you know you can get to know each other a bit but it was really fucking creepy um mm-hmm. and so in the end i basically like kind of pulled rank and was just like look tell me what the fuck i want to know like stop trying to fucking bullshit me and he's like hey okay mm-hmm. okay, okay like i heard he was going after uh dr M- dr michael M- michael michael michelle yeah um because she had information about sarin she has like evidence of of that
0: so yeah it was it was the corian she knew of a who
1: had some incriminating uh information on sarin yeah and so garris was going there to sort of check on that so you head to um you head to the med clinic and when Mm. you get there you are ambushed by, like, four thugs. One of them, uh, Garrus is there. One of them grabs the doctor by the sort of throat and is, like, holding her in a headlock. And he's like, you know, who the fuck are you? What do you want? And Garrus just one-shots this dude in the middle of the forehead and absolutely drops him. Easy. Uh, And then this is then when we find out, this is when Dr. Mikkel... I'm just going to call him Mikkel because, to me, that's how that looks. Um, yeah am I ch e she's like yeah there's uh, a Corian who is mm. uh who has some incrimination evidence against saren and so then I ended up because you're you're finding out about saren um right and Garrus is like, hey, I know about this Krogan who was hired by the Shadow Broker to deal oh, with interesting. Fist. It's quite the connect there. Because mm. Fist is the guy who owns the, the Gentleman's Club, what they called it. Yeah. And he, he is... <sighs> no, he's turned his back on the Shadow Broker. No, he's mm. working with the Shadow Broker. Saren has betrayed the Shadow Broker. So the idea is that... Right fist no fist has betrayed him sorry i'm confusing myself fist has betrayed there's the a little shadow lot broker. of information in here so it's okay <laughs> it's okay yes. Fist betrays the shadow broker um and so the shadow broker has hired rex to come and kill him to kill fist and basically mm-hmm. you know sort out that loose end and so Garris is like hey if we go track down this guy you know enemy of the enemy is my friend we can get his help to go and take down fist. So then I went down to the CSEC docking area and Rex is just chilling there, getting ready to leave. He's being harassed by some like human guards and they're like, you know, you've got no right to be here, blah, blah, blah. Um, Yeah. And then you get in the conversation with him and you basically, I convinced him in the end. I was like, look, I I'm not here to cause he's all about the money, but he's a bounty hunter. He's like, you know, I've got a contract yeah. to kill this fist guy. And so I was like, Hey, I'm not going to step in your way. All I'm saying is yeah. you want to kill him. We want to handle him. Maybe we can yeah. work together.
0: You also get the, the idea too. I mean, from maybe it's all Krogan's, maybe it's just Rex himself, but he is a very strong willed individual and does not really take shit or care about anybody else besides no, like himself no. and getting the job done. Uh, not a lot of empathy in Rex there, um, but he's like, yeah. I mean, I will. I'll join you, and we'll, like you said, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. We can try to take down Fist uh, together. You can help me, yeah. and I can help you trying to, you know, find this Corian that has this incriminating evidence against Saren. Yeah. But we head back to Corn's den, and then there's a full-on firefight at this point guns yes. guns are blazing in this bar guns and no people blazing.
1: they're just like are all the people were bad guys like i don't know what like no, they just th- evacuated the bar or something yeah I, I it seems as if fist has basically worked out that someone's coming to kill him and so yeah. in order to keep business good has got rid of the consumers so mm-hmm. that this fire fight can ensue and then nobody gets hurt How- Have you guys kept your uh, weapon use about the same? Have you unlocked any
2: new abilities from leveling up? How's how's combat Uh, been? I I finally figured out how to change weapons. So, (laughs) fucking. I finally got so fed up because the enemies were so hard to kill at a certain certain point because my weapons were so. What? You were using the assault rifle? Yeah, the baby baby bitch one that you get at the very beginning. You're just like the the default one. And first of all, it's so fucking inaccurate after you shoot like one time uh so i was like okay i gotta figure this out so then i like went into the inventory and like switched the, and it was like worlds of difference oh yeah i was like oh my god <laughs> well this also you probably new... collected a bunch of new weapons at this point too so there's probably yeah, so I had many so weapons. Many, but i there. also didn't do anything with them so yeah. like i haven't like broken them down for parts or anything so yeah, it's yeah. just like i just had like a ton of weapons i had to go through and i was like oh i should have done this earlier this mm-hmm. makes this game much easier than it was
1: <laughs> yeah the uh, one I've got the but yeah, like i mean a free burst. That's like a really good one. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, go I'm actually using the pistol at this point. Rifles. I unlocked I unlocked a tech ability that uh, boosts my pistol damage, and it's almost like a one shot when I get headshots too. So I could use like one of my tech abilities, boost my pistol damage, and I've upgraded my pistol not fully, but I think I almost have it fully up. Um, and I've been killing that. That, and I've been using the sniper
2: too. So bouncing between those two things.
1: I've bounced Hell between. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done anything
2: uh, with abilities. I need to check that out next. Oh, I yeah, should you love that. love dog? Yeah. I've, oh, I've never.
0: Is there using... skill
1: points? Yeah. Yeah, there's skill points. It's an RPG, I haven't bro. done that once. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you said in the last episode you would, like you did your charm and your like intimidation. Yeah, that guy, but... that was when in the tutorial when it forces you oh. to <laughs> put your skill points.
1: That is That's when I did point, that. No, and have not touched it yet. The game doesn't make a good indication of when you gain skill points because I went into yeah. the menu to like have a look at my team. And I had like 14 unspent points for Shepherd.
0: Yeah. I always just check because you're right. It doesn't like really let you know in an obvious way that you've leveled up and you have more skill points. So I guess
2: just habit, but I made it a habit of always opening up that screen and seeing me. Does it let
1: you know at all? I don't think it lets you know at all. I mean,
2: I know that there's the little like gray thing on the side that will sometimes be like, You've got XP. Uh, yeah and like you I, have a
0: I, I know there's something that does like level indication I but i don't think it's, it's very obvious yeah give it a quick goo while we talk here okay um but yeah yeah spend your points because not only do you get more proficient and damage and stuff in those weapons do you unlock abilities for your weapons i i don't know if it's the same with the other classes like i said infiltrator is is more tech ability so i don't know if i just have more weapon-based skills because of that but yeah you'll unlock you'll unlock more skills you'll be able to pick your proficiencies in whatever weapons so if you wanted like lean more shotguns you can put more uh skill points in the shotgun if you want to lean more sniper and like we were saying in the last episode each one of our classes have like a natural proficiency pistols and snipers is mine for the infiltrator class
1: i had um such an easy time with sorry this. I'm looking through the Mass Effect fandom thing, trying to find out about XP, and it's just mm-hmm. like I'll show you my full power, and it's just an anime girl's feet while she's yeah, doing like a, like a bandstand.
0: There's a bunch of ads that play on this
1: uh, on this website for sure. Yeah. The Mass Effect
0: Wiki fandom page. Um, but anyway, so oh. I
1: I had a I had an easy time with this fist fight because um, oh yeah, no problem. I had I was running Garrus and uh, Rex. Rex. I was just running Yeah, I was, of them. I was
2: Garris and Rex at this point. I thought too. that's what you were supposed to do. Like, I thought that my understanding of this section was like, you're supposed to recruit Garris, you're supposed to recruit Rex, because they both have reasons to want to kill Fist. I mean, in you, like, like a, them together, Is it not necessary?
0: No. And in, in a narrative sense, like if you wanted to have some like continuity in your own head, then like, yeah, that, that's, that would make sense. And I think people naturally lean that way because these are the two new additions to your team. And now that you have the ability to switch them out, you pick them. But at the bottom when you're in the picking your team screen you there's like biotic tech and like damage or health or something and depending on who, all of your characters have a different variety of that and depending on what you want to lean more what your own shepherd specializes in you can pick your different characters but no in the section you don't you don't have to have garris and rex on your team you can have ashley you can have kated and you'll get some different dialogue depending on who you have in your squad too
1: yeah um
0: but yeah so
1: uh, Garrus has like adept abilities where he can Mm -hmm. um, like hack people's weapons and shit like that Um, I've been using barrier a lot, barrier's been a really helpful Mm -hmm. tech ability that I have
0: Uh, Rex has some like biotic abilities where he can like warp people to you or warp people in different spots which is very helpful, I was using his ability a lot
1: yeah so I've I've used him here and there
0: yeah, but you, you know after we get go. through this kind of firefight in, in Korra's Dan, we move to this back room and then there's these two other agents that that come out and one of our characters or Shepard says that they're like, they're just, you know, low on the totem pole. They're not a big threat, but you can decide to attack them anyways because they, they they come off as a little aggressive uh i fucking kill these guys (laughs) are these the dock workers yeah yeah Shepard's like no one talks to me like that and i pull up my my corrosive shotgun i shoot them they just like dissipate to nothing oh god (laughs)
1: um apparently when you level up it just full-on comes at the right it will say like how much money you get how much xp you get and then there's a little notification Mm -hmm. that just says level up Okay, I knew there was some indication. I knew it wasn't huh. obvious for sure, but I knew
0: there was some yeah. indication that you did level up. But yeah, spend spend them spend them skill points because you gotta get you gotta get skills.
2: Spend them skill points, girl. Unless you want
0: to do like the the nuzlocke of Mass Effect run throughs and just never level up anything. I mean, that's speed.
2: what I've been. I mean, honestly, it it hasn't been very difficult, and yeah. <laughs> I haven't done anything yet. But I'm assuming that it'll increase the in difficulty. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I killed these two dock workers. I was like, no one talks to yeah. Shepherd like that. And I, Me, I mean, I, I don't think I chose the aggressive thing. I was just like, they work for Fist. Like, I think that's what I said. Yeah. Like, mm. then blasted them. Yeah. uh Which they died really easily. Oh no, they, died, they were they
0: were they bizarre. died in one hit. They were nothing compared like, to no. the people that were just in the room prior to this. They were definitely a weaker
2: enemy for sure. Yeah. 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 And then that's where you find Fist, right? Like you go Correct. around. Yes. Yeah, so we head into his like, like the little like inner room. inner
0: sanctum here, and he has these two turrets that are like set up on the sides, and you're—it's yeah. uh, really handy because I have those grenades, so I can just like f- like frisbee golf grenades to people and just ah, detonate them grenades. when they get close.
1: So, oh. I again probably my mistake, but I was not aware <laughs> that you are supposed to detonate the grenades. So ah. I was the grenades in this game are like. They look like big apple tags. They're like pucks, <laughs> yeah. and you like <laughs> yeah. you like throw them, and they stick to stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So f- how do you detonate them? You, you just press, press the, the grenade button, button again. again. You, you press X again. Yeah, oh, they eventually explode if you just leave them. Well, so that's what was happening is I was leaving them, and then they were exploding after the firefight. And I was like, these grenades <laughs> are fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah man this time is like really long on these grenades yeah man i was like this is a hella long fuse um so the reason i found out is because i pressed the button again to try and throw another grenade thinking that something had happened and the game had maybe bugged and it hadn't gone off um Mm. and then that's when it blew up and i was like oh right okay that makes that makes sense you're like, I got to, I got to click the button and then it explodes. Uh,
0: Fist falls to the ground. And now we go and try to intimidate him into giving us more information. He'd said he doesn't necessarily know like where the quarry, the quarry is going to be, but he knows there was like a, a, a setup or uh, like a, mm-hmm. an ambush that was going to happen in uh, an alleyway, in an alleyway. And then Rex just fucking shoots him. And he's like, yeah. I was paid to kill him. And I did. How yeah. did, you guys, what did you say after was, that? Yeah, I, I told him that, like, I make the rules. Like, don't ever do that again. If I tell you to fire, then you will fire. And he was like, uh, okay. Uh, he's like, I was, just, I I was said, doing my job. That was my uh, last This is the only
2: time I chose the renegade option. which so I was like, he fucking deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: what, that's what I said. I think I was. He did deserve it. He's yeah. a fucking asshole. He did deserve it. I think I was like, similar to Jared, you say something that's like, you know, hey, don't do that again. And Rex is basically like, Ooh. look, I had a contract. I've finished a contract. We have more pressing things to worry about. We should go and sort right. out this. Which up.
0: this Rex slowly is uh, like leaning towards one of my my favorite characters. I'm really liking, I really like his personality, especially his like ties to Shepard, because clearly he's very hard headed in this. But he's like, look, if I have a job, I get the shit done, regardless of what's going to happen. That was my last job that I have, but we have you know bigger fish to fry. Fist was the least of our problems right
1: now. Yeah. Which definitely I enjoyed.
0: Uh I, I'm really curious about you guys' thoughts on this next part because it definitely feels like a dated mechanic, but I feel like it worked really well. So at this point, now you are are tasked to rescue the quarrian
1: mm-hmm. and you're
0: timed. You're like legitimately timed. You have a you have a timer countdown, and if the timer runs yeah. out, you essentially fail the mission. I can see in some people's eyes in which that would be like annoying, but it just added this level of tension to the the experience that I just loved. I was like,
1: "This is great! I'm
0: having a, I'm having a blast."
1: I personally, I mean, it, it, go on. I was gonna say it was a really long timer. It, it is a really long like, timer. It's like four minus minus there like was f- it, it minutes. There wasn't. It wasn't that. I think
2: my is four minutes, and my it like the alleyway is right there. it's not very
0: far unless you get lost turn left you open the door and that's the
2: alleyway and like even in the walkthrough it says like oh because you're coming back out from where fist is and it's like oh you don't have to fight the enemies there you can rush past them like i took my fucking time and like killed all the enemies and i still had like two minutes at the end when i arrived at the alleyway
0: yeah Uh, maybe it's
2: because i had already been to the alleyway so i when i came here the first time i turned left just to explore and like knew that's where the red alleyway was so when they mentioned that i was like oh i know exactly what they're talking about but
1: i had no clue yeah i don't know i managed to Did um, did you walk around a lot before you found the the alleyway no i just i Honestly, I just stumbled across it. <laughs> like, oh, I, 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 um, you come out of Cora's den, and there's this like weird little pathway, and then you go into you go into the doorway, and dead in front of you is the lift that I came down to get to Cora's den. So I was like, well, I know I don't need to go that way because that's the way I came. So I was like, ah. Ah, fuck it, let me just go left. I went left and happened to stumble into yeah uh it's right there
0: i think you're right the amount of time they give you if you unless you get like very lost and you don't know where this hallway is i can see the time being an issue but they give you enough time where i I don't think in any situation you'll really fail but it still gives the situation a sense of urgency in which like because i mean in, in a lot of other games there's like a sense of urgency but then you can go and like fuck about like, if there was no timer, like, oh, you can do side quests or whatever.
2: Like, I mean, you're in the middle of a mission, but... The timer in the last uh, section with the fucking bombs that were in the wrong place, yeah. that was way more stressful than this was. Yes, 100%. I, was like, oh, I, yeah. I,
0: I think it was more stressful for me because I, again, I think the whole getting lost thing, I couldn't find the thing. And I, I can see in this situation, if you did get lost, it would create some more stress. But all, the bombs were stressful for me because I literally couldn't fucking find them. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to fail this because I can't find these bombs. Yeah. Um, yeah but you get into this alleyway and you see the quarian standing there with these other individuals and he's like oddly sexual He like it's a turian and a couple other like robots and he like rubs his hand on her like back of her head and her shoulder and he's like give me that the information i'm like bro yeah yeah calm you need
1: calm down yeah like. he's um who is this it's, it's just some turian guard yeah that works he, for fist. he works for the um he works for fist and he's like, "Oh yeah, the shadow Broker's gonna be here in a minute, baby. Like, calm down, it's okay." And he's yeah, like, he, "Like, rubs like her shoulder." Oh, and the
2: the the assassin. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So
1: he's talking to the Corian? Yeah. Okay. I was like, um. And so the Corian is like, "Nope." Deals off. Like, you know. Yeah. She's like, "Ah, this is bad. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Yeah. Pull out." She's like, "Nope. Uh, I'm not feeling this. Smart, uh, I'm done." Smart girl. Yeah. And then all hell ensues and there's like four people that just happen to be standing by and then all of a sudden they pull out guns and they're just like, ah, bah, 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 and they start shooting everybody. Yeah. Easy firefight. The robots aren't anything. I mean, the
0: that Turian, <laughs> <laughs> that's what the guns sound like. <laughs> <laughs> but easy enough, we beat them and we talk to the, cur- the Corian and she tells us that she does have this information and it will help us and she agrees to Assist us because it's the least that we can do from saving her from the uh, assassination that was mm-hmm. tr- about to go down just now. Uh, we also find out that her name is Tali. Mm-hmm. Tali, yes. I mean, her name is fucking long, but that's what we call her. We call her Tali. Tali, yeah.
1: And she... Tali. um We find out later on in a line of dialogue, but basically her race are uh, the mm-hmm. race that created the Geth. So Correct. she bears a resemblance to like the Geff, some troopers that were them. there, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But like a sexy Geff, yeah, like a like a hot Geff, <laughs> like a hot Geff. I mean, Tali, 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 Tali can get it. I mean, Tali, Damn,
2: Tali doesn't have a face. <laughs>
1: I don't man. need a face. I only need a hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I hated that as soon as I said it.
0: <laughs> Great. Uh so we agreed to partner with tolly and we meet up with the commander and what is this other guy's name i forget his name every time you, you got the you ambassador and then
1: you got captain Anderson.
0: Oh. captain anderson yeah um and in this point is when i started to pry a little bit about tolly she was kind mm-hmm. of like talking about her race and everything and you could just be like tell her to shut up and get to it or you can pry for more information so essentially she's on this like grand pilgrimage that her race does it's kind of like a a coming of age thing for them at a certain age of maturity they it's her it's her room springer (laughs) she's amish she has to go to the fucking
2: yeah
0: yeah it's Uh, it's a
2: wild justification for why she's here
0: yeah she essentially leaves her like ship and leaves her race and goes to try to find something (laughs) significant i guess is what well, the they also think is. she's
2: backpacking it's called the flotilla <laughs> the, yeah the flotilla yeah. is where
0: they're where she's she like
2: guess the guy well that the ambassador he's like why did you leave your flotilla and i'm like like a space flotilla <laughs> like <laughs> like is this like fucking spring break in cabo and they're just like <laughs> chilling holly's trying to find herself like it, okay she's learning she's like it's not a face okay yeah, I guess. Yeah. It it was weird. This this whole thing was just yeah. like, okay. But I have. I know that they're trying to fill in the backstory for like this whole fucking race of people and oh, right. what is doing here, but they could have just been like, I'm just passing through. That would have been fine. But there's like
0: nope, they no. had to have this big justification that she's or on her last like, pilgrimage.
1: Well, cause she the reason she comes across the evidence is because she heard reports of the Geth. And obviously, given Ooh. her race's connection to the Geth and everything that the Geth did. She is like, well, I feel that part of my pilgrimage is I need to investigate these reports and and see right. if they're true or not. Yeah. Um. Uh. The the incriminating in, in information that she has
0: is literally a voice recording of Saren saying, you know, the mission on Eden Prime went well. The beacon's destroyed, and now we can like head to the conduit. More more big words that they're adding into
2: this too. Mm-hmm. Now right. we have the conduit that we're two to two things here. This is a super fucking advanced uh world in which we're living in in which there's like fucking spaceships and we're on like a giant rotating satellite that's like a planet you're telling me the thing that convinces them is that she has like a sort of recording of someone's voice like we can deep fake voices now she pulled out her iphone like voice memos yeah she's like just like someone's voice is sort of similar the second thing is all this fucking technology, fucking they have like mass transit. They have all this shit. Oh, elevators man. still go the same speed, <laughs> and I don't understand why. If you can fucking travel through space, if you can go from planet to planet, but you can't make an elevator go faster than like four fucking like floors a minute, I don't understand. How are you gonna get? Who your is nudes? this for? How are you gonna get? I your was, I was just, <laughs> just about to say. That. There were so many times I was in elevators that I was like oh my god, it, did the game freeze? Like, it was just taking so long for the elevator <laughs> to get wonder, to the bottom. I, mean, I, I guess was you're, like, you're playing on a Series S, so low time shouldn't be, like, that bad. Uh, why are you' playing on a Series S? I'm playing on a Series S, and I'm playing the original version. It's not even in 4K.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Uh, yeah, you know, it's all about priorities, man. They're like, uh, we want to travel a space and our universe is in its uh, uh, entirety, but, you know, we're going to have regular fucking elevators that's just the that's the trade-off man you get you get how you know, can't it's not a perfect world here. you can't Joe blow
1: can't handle you the just, g falls, you can man. just
0: transport to the bus. <laughs> you <She laughs> just, just slam right. into the floor <laughs> <laughs> uh but after she plays uh this voice recording tolly's like but wait there's more
1: yeah and she replays the
0: voice <laughs> recording again and at the end of it there's another voice talking about uh, essentially bringing the Reapers back, or now we can we can, we can revive the Reapers. And they're like, oh, yes. who is this woman? Now that voice? we
2: have the conduit, we can revive
0: the Reapers. Yeah, it's very yeah. confusing. And they're like, well, who are the Reapers? And we learned that the Reapers are uh, essentially to the Geth, they were like gods. They were gods, and the Reapers were yeah. the reason for the extinction of the. Pro- protheans fifty thousand years ago yes. i know they guys, were another, a lot of a lot of big words i understand a lot TL-DR of lore here. Is they were like,
1: a okay yeah. no i was just gonna say the tldr is like if the Gef is bad the reapers are worse they killed the most advanced race right. yeah. and they're existed. all
2: they're all mechs though they're all like fucking electronic like sy- like symbiote
1: like yeah, yeah yeah it
2: was like they did like the stupid backstory thing they were like fifty thousand years ago they were an advanced race of yeah, like yeah. mecha just disappeared and it's like
1: okay yeah. cool yeah so uh, why did they disappear we now take our deep fake back to the council <laughs> um <laughs> and yeah. the council look i have evidence <laughs> yeah the council like well this is uh this is fucking oh that they sounds reviewed. like his voice it's, just, so. it's like garrett's <laughs> doing like, a bad
2: saren impression
1: <laughs> <laughs> um i I'm basically well I'm also up-looking. there's like a
2: weird moment where they're like like there's like when you're originally talking to the fucking the girl the turian girl and she's talking about like oh how did you get this she's like Oh, I got it from the memory core of a guest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, there's like an offhand comment of the fucking commander who goes like, He's like, I thought they deleted their memory cores when they died. And she was just like, Well, I recovered it. Yes. <laughs> I well,
0: like, she's like, if you're quick enough and you're good enough, you can recover, you're recover your it. You're
2: breaking your own lore. I don't Maybe. understand. You cre- you told me this couldn't happen, and then you were like, nah, no. I did it. I was like,
1: what? Her justification is that because her race created the geth, they know like she has the means on to on do it. it quickly. But yeah. it's still kind of bullshit. <laughs> Um, no, 100%. And so we we go back. Uh, she joins our squad. And yes. you get the choice of placing her in the squad if you want to. Yep, I and have then, Tali and Rex on my team right now. I... I think I also went for Tali and Rex because Tali, when you pick your squad, it shows you, like, your overall team composition. Yeah. Tali is 100% tech. Like, she is full yeah, tech. No, yeah, full in. tech. I thought you had to pick her.
0: Uh, no, it's can, a the scenario,
1: in- when you click X to select, you can select and
0: unselect
2: people on that screen, so you can pick anybody you want. You'll like. You no, said, I you know, hit. but I thought like because like the whole thing is <clears throat> the next thing you have to do is like take her to the because she joins your team after you talk to the commander yeah. mm-hmm. and the ambassador. But then the commander and the ambassador are like, "Okay, come bring Tali to the." uh like the big building i don't remember what it's called it's like the Mm -hmm. the, the pinnacle or something like that and that's where well this and that's when you talk to yeah the citadel tower and that's when you talk to the council and have the like you present your evidence but like i just assumed you had to bring Tali because she's the one presenting the evidence yeah Uh, so i put her on my team
0: again like headcanon yeah that that makes sense it's the same thing with rex and garris having them on your
1: team in the situation I mean but to be honest, you're never you're never confined to those uh figurations, it's, it's something that happens in newer games um like older bioware games would never really like that but in newer games sometimes mm-hmm. you do have to have the character present to do the character related quest it's like switch um, tally to your team to start the cutscene or whatever yeah but they'll, they'll tell you if I it's mean, compulsory yeah. yeah i mean there was really
2: also no action after this no the you're right part. so there's so no reason like, have, i didn't like, matter like nothing comp, happened yeah
0: um aside from like i said just conversations when i w- when i was riding the elevator to go to the council rex and tolly essentially had like a like getting to know each other kind of thing and they were just talking about each other's lives and rex was like oh he did open up he's like oh, i don't really don't talk about my past and, and things like that so Depending on your characters, you can like get a little more context into them, but yeah. Other than that, yeah. that's that's really it.
2: I mean, I vaguely remember from playing Through Andromeda that the uh <coughs> the Rex people once again, krogans. It's just impossible, krogans. Yeah, yeah, they they're going extinct. Yes, uh, they're they're the last of their kind, and they can't breed. Yeah, there's very um, few krogans left. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Sad Krogan. Sad Krogan.
0: I like the Krogans. They're cool. They
2: have a like. They have a cool
0: design to them. Especially like Rex. He's very rugged. He has like scars on his okay, face. Okay, can we everything. talk
2: about one of the council members looking exactly like a character from Star Wars? Like the long faced alien. Oh, yeah. Every time I see it, I'm like, how did they not get sued oh, for the this? Green, like, this man. is cool. clearly. The- yeah yeah <laughs> this is clearly the same character they just literally copied him i mean in this wars whole sort of game of like, there's a lot of like
0: even the the uh sorry the blue people with like the tentacle hair like there yeah. there's some of those in star wars there's a lot of in star wars inspiration going on in the character design here for sure yeah yeah, yeah. but so we head to the council we present them the information they're like oh shit saren was bad you were right we we're going to immediately strip him of all of his specter uh abilities and everything and we are we will try to tackle him now they, they talked about having like a full like army force go after him and one of the turians council members doesn't agree with this and that's when no. we chime up and say you know we will personally go and take on siren the the turian is hesitant because he's like i don't want to make you a specter humans aren't ready to be specters yet and this is where we get the the scene. The dramatic music plays in. The crowds come around, and it's essentially them finally bring a human on to be a specter. Mm-hmm. They they grant us the the permission of
1: specterhood.
2: It's finished. Hold on, this is- go on. Uh, the creator of uh this game, yeah. fucking Mass Effect, and the creator of Mass Effect, Mass Effect Two, and Three and anthem uh the first game that he ever directed like the first game that he was ever the lead project director for was star wars knights of the old republic yeah oh. so i'm playing that it right now would, it's it really makes sense it's why playing these two games so, side by side it's real strange so much of these uh you know are very star wars adjacent yeah
1: <laughs> it's just this whole scene's funny right because you basically go there and you give them this proof and there was a line where that i picked that was like you was wrong about Saren being a traitor um yeah. you didn't believe me before you need to believe me now mm-hmm. um and then <laughs> the reason that they make you a specter isn't necessarily because well at least in my case wasn't because they thought that i was ready it's because they were like man we're gonna have to have so many resources and we're gonna have to, yeah. th- there's there's one no to save money." and you're like yo i'll do it like you don't need resources there's no warning need- and they're like all right, cool. Yeah, plausible deniability. We will we'll make you a specter. <laughs> no, you, you don't answer to anybody. Yeah, uh, yeah, that sounds good. So then, yeah. off we go.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes down. But now we are we are a specter, and in that we have uh, access to more specter training and specter class weaponry down in the CSEC Academy. Uh, I, I wandered down there a little bit. Check it out. Everything is incredibly expensive. Those weapons are like four hundred and fifty thousand, five hundred thousand. Even the weapons that the normal dealers great. in the
1: markets yeah. are fucking expensive.
2: I only had like two thousand credits. I was like, well, well, I can. I was I also like, I just figured out that I could change weapons. <laughs> so, you know, it's not really that important for me right now, anyway. Uh, I
0: did buy, like, uh, I, I bought an upgrade for my grenades that gives me a, uh additional grenade slot, and then I bought another armor set. So now I have this, like, camo green armor, and I also found a light armor set for... It, it's cool, because when you go into the armor... Does your armor change? Yeah. Yeah, the look so will when you, change, yeah. Yeah, the look will change depending on what armor you see. Like I said, mine's, like, a green camo color now, and then I had an armor that was for uh, Aquarian, because it'll show the race underneath the armor, so I gave that to Tali, and it gave her more, like overall defense but it lowered her like biotic uh resistance but it's like mm. a, it's like a white and a light blue kind of color on it which is really mm. cool but yeah uh, guns and your uh, armor all changes aesthetically too they'll have different colors They'll have different
1: I patterns didn't, i didn't bother with any of the uh specter training at mm. this I point didn't do any training at this point too i i didn't even look i'd finished my mission yeah. and so i just went and left the citadel yeah That's it. Um, So at this point, before we wrap up
0: leaving, we will, like I said, on each episode, we'll kind of have like a side quest chat where we talk about some of the side quests we got up to. Uh, Side quest. Side quest. Uh, I'll start here because I only did two of them and they're very small and not very like in depth. So when you're first entering out of the docking bay from the Citadel, there's a, a man that's there. He comes up to you and tells you that he needs your help, that his wife was one of the people that were killed and injured on Eden Prime, mm-hmm. but they refused to give him the wife's body back for some reason. Um, you can brush him off, you can tell him to fuck off or whatever, but I was like, okay, let me, let me help you out. You go into the room next, into kind of this, this bar that's there, and you talk to the, one of the guards that, that handled that situation, is handling the bodies he tells you that yes the the situation is a little more complicated than that the wife was killed by the geth and we're trying to learn more and more about the geth and we're researching her body so that we can kind of stop and try to prevent this from happening to other people so you can pry and you can like i had a renegade like thing that was like be aggressive and said no he needs his wife back but i decided to just be like okay, let me go talk to him. Let me go see what he says. I go back to the guy and he's, he's still pissed off. He's like, no, I want my wife's body, but I have, I think my charm is max. So it's able to convince him that, you know, I know this is unfortunate. It's a terrible circumstance, but your wife, even though dead is going to be able to help other people afterward, her, the research that we find from her body is going to help everybody out. And he was like, that sucks. And I'm sad, but if, 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 she can do anything after her death and I'm happy to do that. And he leaves. I got like some credits and I think he gave me, no, I got a, I got a gun from the, from my second side quest, but you just get like some credits and some experience from it. So that was my first one. The second one that I did was kind of near, there's like a, like a garden area where there's like trees and there's fountains, kind of like the main, like plaza of the Citadel. There's a Turian talking to this big jellyfish looking thing. (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah yeah that's a whole situation where yeah so he is like spouting this like religious speeches throughout preaching yeah he's he's preaching the gospel of his god or whatever and the the turian csec agent is like look dude you can't be here you're bothering the peace you have to have a permit to be able to do this and there's literally designated sections for you to indicate that you're able to preach your gospel here and this is not one of those and you don't have a permit and it was this whole side quest of talking to both of them and trying to get. Uh, in, in in my playthrough, I was trying to get him able to continue to, to spout his gospel. So I ended up buying him a a pass that allows him to preach the gospel, and he was grateful. He's like, "Okay, I'll go to the designated gospel section. I'll go preach over there." But it was just hilarious because it's like this jellyfish creature that like talks in this very like romantic very
1: derogatory towards him he's like yeah there's a lot of jelly get like special privilege and you're like bro yeah what
0: there's a lot of speech species space racism in in this game for sure Mm -hmm.
1: just just yeah i didn't do any of
2: this shit no yeah there's a lot of shit and there was more in there but i I saw i'm good i did i saw the jelly and was like nor and uh, the guy came up to me, who was like, "My wife is trapped on the planet." And <laughs> nah. I literally told him, "I don't fucking care." I was like, "Dude, I have bigger things to deal with yeah. right now."
1: And he was like, "The oh. literal universe is at
2: stake." Uh,
1: yeah, yeah oh, I'm like, "Shut the fuck up." Those, those are the side quests I did. Oh shit, cool. Um, I did the one with the wife, mm-hmm. um, and I went a bit more forceful fool with the guard. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the information from him, and then Shepard pulls her gun and like oh shit under his chin and he's like don't ever fucking do anything like that ever again like because basically this is the guard with the jelly right no sorry the guard with the wife oh gotcha oh interesting um because basically what you find out is like you said they're experimenting but they haven't told the husband and they've begun the research process without the husband's consent consent or anything so Shepard is kind of like don't ever do that like you need to get somebody's permission first i mm. went back and told him and it was really weird because he was like he was like oh like i'm so upset like nothing's ever gonna bring my wife back and then he was just like oh but if she can help other people um so that was strange he was really confused like, oh so it it had really the conf-
0: same out- the same outcome interesting
1: yeah it's the same outcome in the end he was like you know if she can help people in death um i found the jelly and the turian guy mm uh i didn't resolve that issue i tried oh, to talk to them and i was like in the end same as you i was like okay i'm gonna buy him a permit uh mm-hmm. and then i was running around for about 25 minutes like where the fuck do i buy a permit um and couldn't find it so i just fucked it off and didn't do it
0: yeah i i had the same thing except like i just kept talking to them if you talk to the jelly and then just like you almost say like say the no option. You tell him like, "Hey, what if I bought it for you?" And then that's how you do it. You just give him the credits.
1: Oh my mm. god, I was looking for a desk or something. I was looking nope, for. No, you like just a... you just
0: give the jelly the credits to buy it on his own. You don't actually get him. the oh,
1: I went and spoke to like give the embassy the <laughs> fucking receptionist and everything. Um, yeah. So I did that. Uh, I met a fan. So. Um. Oh, tell a lie. I did five side quests. I completely forgot. So, uh, there's a section you can go to. There's basically like a a roof bar that has like a view that overlooks the whole sort of citadel. Mm-hmm. And in there is a reporter called Ashley Wong, and she yep. is writing an expose on everything that's happening with Saren. Mm-hmm. And the way you complete that is that after you kill Fist. Uh, you can go back into his office and get a cd optic disc fin and you can give that to ashley and then she uses that to write an expose on fist and the shadow broker and that entire situation so i did that Mm -hmm. Uh, while i was in that area where ashley won is a guy you can talk to a guy and he's like, "Oh my god, you're, you're Commander Shepard," and you're like, "Yeah, hey, how how are you doing?" Like, you can choose to be like, "Yes, I am," or you can sort of be humbleish, right? Um, but it's still like a humble brag situation. It's not like truly humble. And he talks to you, and he's like, "Like, I can't believe I'm talking to the survivor of the Blitz because I had that like whole uh, war yeah, hero yeah. shit." Um, and he's like, "Oh my god, like this is this is crazy." He's like, "Can I get your autograph?" And I was like yeah sure why not okay so i gave him an autograph and he was like oh my god this is crazy like my my wife is going to be so jealous Like i can't wait for her to see this because he's a Sec soldier as well and uh that was that but it's still in my side quest bit in my journal where it talks no, about the man and it's like oh who knows when you'll see him again like woo, you talk to him and i was like okay so this is going to be a reoccurring finn hmm. Yeah. Uh, And my last one was uh, the uh, sexy blue lady. Oh, the uh, Asari. Yes, the Asari. So she is a consult, and basically she tells people their future. Kind of, she's like gives them Hmm. motivational words. Like the idea is she can see what's going to happen, and she gives kind of like the oracle from the Matrix, where she can't like tell you what's going to happen but she can put you on the path so right. you go and talk to her and it turns out that um, somebody's spreading rumours about her, somebody's saying that like her work is fraudulent and basically trying to defame her and she's like I think it's this person because he showed a love interest in me and I declined him and I think that he is now spreading stuff about me uh, so you he's actually right in Cora's den like right next to the guy you talk to about Garrus right and you can talk to him and he's like he's a general he's a turian general um and he's like yeah like you know she rejected me she was the only thing i ever loved blah 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 um and you can basically i was like tough with him and i was like you know you're a you're a general you shouldn't be in a strip club you know you, you if you want something Go and get it. Like, be honorable about it. Yeah, exactly. Tell her how you feel. Be honorable. Stop spreading rumors. So I had to go because then (laughs) it's so long. In the embassy, one of the rooms has these, like, two giant creatures and, like, a little mole man. Yeah. (laughs) And the giant creatures, they're very monotone. So in order to let you know what they say, they say, like, genuine surprise and shit yeah. like that they're so like these weird space like elephants but they're not as big as elephants they're just like floating around yeah like they got like husk they, and like dangly legs they got like really long legs and they're, they're all like ambassadors for their race right um and so one of the so what it was was the general had a secret about one of them mm. and he he had been telling people and telling people that the asari was the source of the information so he the general provided us with proof that she wasn't we went to the ambassador and was like look it wasn't her you know and he's like oh my god he's like genuine shock i must go and apologize to the console (laughs) genuine Genuine shock shock." so he goes and apologizes to her and you can go and talk to her and she's like thank you for handling that for me like and you basically clear her name of these allegations that have gone around the citadel Mm -hmm. Did uh you get anything
0: significant from these? Because the only thing that I got from the jelly quest is some cash, experience,
1: and he gave me like a ton of Omni Gel too. But that was that was all. That I got was there. that was what I was getting was uh Omni Gel, cash, and experience. Experience, yeah, yeah. So
0: the last thing that we're left to do is head towards uh the docking station to essentially leave the Citadel. When we get there. Uh, the commander is talking to the other guy, and he essentially says that he's stepping down as lead commander for the Normandy and that you will now be appointed as the new head and commander of the ship. You can dive into kind of why that is. I mean, I, I went on the suspicion of like, OK, what's what's happening? Is something going on? Like is something happening with you? It, I didn't pry any further, but he didn't really reveal any information. You can kind of ask him about his relationship with Saren as well, because it seems like I was they, say I I mean, we try. know that have history. Okay, yeah.
1: well, so what did you find out? Um, okay, so you basically the reason that the captain steps down is because mm. he's like, you're a specter. Um, you need the ship more than I do if you're going to go and stop Saren, and I want Saren to be stopped. So if I have to step down, basically yeah. I'll I'll swallow that pill and I'll do it. But him and Sarin, what you found out is that like twenty years ago, Captain Anderson was actually up for the role of being a specter. Yeah, the Spectre. Mm. And he was he was on a mission where they were going to infiltrate a place. It was like get in, get the postage, get out. And, and he failed. He failed. But the reason he failed is because his belief is that Sarin caused an explosion that happened. To put all of the guards on alert and basically yeah. oh, sabotage the mission
2: because Saren
1: hates yeah. Saren and hate so humans. Yeah, so doesn't want humans to become specters or be on the council exactly so Saren sabotaged mission again this is one of those like captain's got no proof he's like I know Based, yeah. he's like Saren only cares about getting the job done he doesn't care about casualties or collateral damage he's like just gets the job done mm-hmm Um, so he's got no proof but we we pretty much know that that's what happened that's that's the case yeah uh but yeah you are now the the new commander of the
0: normandy and you step onto there you, you talk to joker a little bit and this is this part's really cool because he's like okay joker's like well, address address your uh your crew now and essentially you could like you have this big motivational speech there's a lot of dramatic music that's happening in the background but what's interesting is you can kind of pick your dialogue choices i don't remember exactly what i had chosen but it's cool that you can kind of like decide on what you want to say to inspire these
1: people yeah my different. the general gist of my speech was uh not gonna lie to you this is gonna be fucking hard the enemy mm-hmm. knows we're coming it's gonna be a difficult mission but Humanity and the entire universe is dependent on us, so we're gonna right. do it. And then my my end with, my
0: ended with like Saren can't hide from us, like we are going to find him.
1: Oh, he cannot damn. hide from
0: us. We will take him out. And and that's it. That is all for this section of Mass Effect, ending on a nice little uh cliffhanger here into going into <laughs> <laughs>
2: perfect
0: <laughs> wow. What happened? Well you ended <laughs> with, to, with you that perfect a, cut i'm gonna use the, the restroom <laughs> you and then you disagree <laughs> that was weird because like i was usually when it like cuts out like i'm gone and you guys are still here but it was like your two screens turned black and then it came back in but i was like perfectly fine yeah it, sh- it showed you it was offline on our end that's true <laughs> that's that's wild that's wild shall we try to come <sighs> back yeah yeah you can do i'll wait for him and then i'll we'll wrap it up here yeah, which I saved
1: after having picked my destination of the first place that I went. Oh, where did you pick? I picked, uh, there's an asteroid that you can visit.
0: I picked the asteroid. Okay, because we should we should all do the same essential mission. We should do chapter two, which is finding Liara, which is going to Therum. Therum is the first planet that we're going to go to. But anything that's not Noveria, Pharos, or Vermeer, which are the, all the story planets... It's fine. So Therum okay. is the planet that we need to go to to find Liara and then anything else that's not that as long as it's not Noveria,
1: Pharos or Vermeer, or our. I couldn't Hob. find Therum on the on the star system like map. Like you go into the galaxy oh, map and it, it's really weird. Like you go into the galaxy map and it's on the citadel and you press escape to zoom out and then it goes to like the solar system and you press mm-hmm. escape again and it zooms out to the galaxy right. and then you get a bunch of options. Um, Interesting. I, I, I
0: saved right after the speech. I haven't looked at the map yet, so I'll, I'll look into it and I'll see. I just know that we're gonna do Liara's uh, mission first here. Yeah, because you can tackle these in any any order you
1: want. Yeah. So I, I did. Um, I didn't realize that that was where we were cutting off. I thought we had to like, I thought we were setting a destination and then go in and save Um Gotcha. So I, I haven't actually done anything. I've just landed on the asteroid. All right. Cool. Yeah, there's a lot of like fun asteroids and like side plans that you can
0: go to and eventually you'll get like a vehicle and you can drive around the planet, which is really fun.
2: Liara
0: I'm curious because I don't know if you can actually do this, but I know that with some like Garrett when I when I met Rex There's like an option of like not having Garrus join the team. And I wonder if I just said no, if he just doesn't join the squad. I don't think that happens, but
1: no, it did say something. Um, Hang on. It did say something. Uh...
0: It is interesting because at the end of all these walkthroughs, you can see how your decisions affect Mass Effect 2.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm playing this trilogy because I'm excited. Now that I finally jumped on one, I'm going to play through the rest of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, you might as well add. Right, right. right. Might as well. It does say. Okay. I can't remember. You're, you're yellow. No. You're yellow on mine. He end. is yellow. Is yeah. Okay. Yellow. Yeah, your your little uh, not yourself. The um the little mob. you have here. no waveform and your thing is yellow. oh
0: my, mine says warning the entire time we record now it has not, it has not done that in eons wow <clears throat> okay so let's get into uh, rounding out how we're feeling about this section of game ben you want to start us off this time
1: yeah um i am very much enjoying my time with mass effect i mm like i said i overestimated how much there was to do in the citadel and honestly how heavily invested i would get in the side quests mm-hmm. um so now i know that going forward i'll start playing earlier in the week but yeah i'm i'm loving my time uh like i said last time it's like golden age of bioware mm-hmm. it's dragon age in space you Know there's lots of space politics you can get involved in, there's stupid story missions involving <laughs> floating jellies and gospel <laughs> preaching. Um, and I- I'm interested to see how open it stays. Um, and I know we were talking about how you can kind of go about any of the next missions in a particular order, yeah. so that's that's interesting to have that like free flow because now basically we're just traveling the galaxy trying to find the conduit before Saren does like yes th- we, we've got no leads to go on like we've got we get given three places to visit uh one of them is like the daughter of the matriarch woman who was on the voice note that's and the in- area. yeah the other two are uh, places that he could potentially be, just based off of right. intel and shit. So we've got small leads, and it's kind of just acting on those. But yeah, nothing concrete yet. Yeah, I'm enjoying my time. The combat's the combat's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't change to a gamepad; I've kept playing mouse and keyboard, and that seems to be mm. a good way of playing. Yeah, uh, and and yeah, just very, very much cool. loving old school Bioware. Awesome.
2: Kai, how are you feeling about this week of Mass Effect? Uh, yeah, I think this section of Mass Effect uh, has been good. I've been really enjoying Mass Effect. Um, I, the story's great. The uh, characters are relatively interesting. There is a lot mm-hmm. of like erroneous uh, information that I don't find necessary. Yeah. I probably won't be doing a ton of side quests unless I'm forced to be doing a lot of side quests to stay uh within like a relative level of being able to complete the game but so far it's been pretty easy uh the game itself so i haven't felt the need to really you know grind in a sense yeah. like a traditional rpg um i'm excited to go kind of explore other places and see other worlds i mean the citadel while interesting is kind of like calm it's not like a, it's not like a hostile planet or anything it's not like really like the opening of the game where there's like a lot of it's more Mm -hmm. of a like a like a dialogue heavy section than it is like an action heavy section so this is very much a lore building mm -hmm. situation this episode is very much yeah like interested in kind of jumping in the actual like game mechanics i think now we're out of the first you know prologue and first chapter it's more about like okay you know let's get down to business let's actually do some level like with some like level design and you know conquering bases and whatnot whatever you're supposed to do in this game (laughs) uh who, who fucking knows uh but yeah overall having a good time looking forward to playing the next sections um oh yeah i still haven't decided whether i'm going to stick with the original xbox 360 version you were saying that out there bro
0: you have like a small window of time before that it's going to get more complicated i feel (laughs) like
1: i feel like now at this point yeah you now you you have to jump on board or go because otherwise you've got to replay the citadel do all that shit with fist and all of that lot prove to the council I don't know. I mean, it maybe took me like an hour
2: to do this section. That's fair.
1: You really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also,
2: I do a lot of
0: exploring and side questing though. So that's probably why I, I think I might have
2: going. like an hour and 45 minutes into this. Game. I have almost three. I think I have like two, two and
0: a, I was just saying, I've got to be
2: a
1: good, like two and a half at yeah, the moment. Same.
0: Um, yeah, well, I'm glad you guys are enjoying your time with it so far. Uh, it feels like right at home. I'm, I'm remembering how much I really enjoy this game and, and the world. And especially in this section because you get you get the squad. You assemble all of the people, what? at least 90% of them, introduced to some of my favorite characters like Garrus and Rex and uh, Tali. And even though I I think Garrus is probably my favorite character, I leaned away from using Garrus and try to get maybe more information on Rex and Tali. Like I said, they have kind of these side conversations on their own where they got to get to know each other a little better. So I'm going to switch it up this time. Same as, as I Try to pick a different class in the very beginning. I want to kind of deviate from my normal ways of playing through this game because I've done it a couple times at this point, but I'm excited to explore um, more of the planets like Ben was saying, the game kind of opens up at this point. I mean, we're going to kind of follow a narrative through line in our own headcanon of how this works. But in reality, you can go about these missions any way you want. Uh, excited to do a little bit of exploration find some weapons find some new armor because that part of the rpg elements of this game I, I really enjoy is the customization and building the best weapons you can everything but loving it nonetheless in the next episode we are going to find liara we're gonna head to Therum and we're gonna see what finding liara is is has in store for us who is she what is she doing, and what is her connection to this uh, unknown entity that is working with Saren to try to try to revive the Reapers? But yep, yes. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for getting to the end of the episode. As always, like I said, next time we'll be exploring some of the galaxy. Well, who knows? Maybe our side quest section might be uh, a little longer next time. But but just tune in next week to find out. Until then, we love you. Peace out. <laughs> Mass Effect. Bye. Goodbye.